Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, October 22nd, 2022. It is 6.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we come to you once again from the WCWUSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, as we get set to bring you episode number 338 of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly review show and also a 2022 WCWUS Hall of Fame inductee. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only WCWUS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we, of course, will be bringing you today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. We will also, of course, be reviewing everything that was that was discussed and talked about and that took place, of course, during the week, this past week here in the world of wrestling and also here in the radio network. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you, of course, a few stories here courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. Plus, if we have any updates, of course, at, at all concerning Halloween Havoc tonight, we will, of course, be bringing those here to you at least before we get we prepare to go off the air. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 14134-POUND, and press that one, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. It is, like we said, 6.12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we said, Saturday, November, October 22nd, excuse me, October 22nd, 2022. <clears throat> Good to have you here, of course, here with us for episode 338 of Power Hour. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring you, of course, today's uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. And we will, of course, start things off, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, our rest, our, the wrestling portion, of course, of our of our history report here so let's go ahead and and get that of course underway <clears throat> give us just one moment here folks and we'll get that up here of course for you Excuse me. Here we are, of course, for October 22nd. Here is your wrestling history report. On this date in 1995, In Your House 4, Great White North, came in from the Winnipeg Arena in Manitoba, Canada. Shawn Michaels is stripped of the Intercontinental title due to a real-life confrontation and getting himself beat up the night before. The Intercontinental title is awarded to Dean Douglas, who would lose it to Razor Ramon within the next 11 minutes. Elsewhere on the card, a debut in Goldust, who was, of course, 
of course, at this, at this point was formerly known as Dustin Rhodes. Of course, he would, <clears throat> that is, in fact, of course, Dustin Rhodes would defeat Marty Jannetty via pinfall. On the state in the year 2000, WWF's No Mercy went down at the Pepsi Arena in Albany, New York. Title changes included Los Conquistadores, who, were, who was actually edging Christian and Luchador Mask, taking the WWF Tag Team titles from the Hardy Boys, of course, Matt and Jeff, and Kurt Angle beating The Rock in a no-DQ match with the WWF title. After also returning, Stone Cold Steve Austin fought Rikishi to a no-contest result in a no-holds-barred match. Of course, this stemmed, of course, after finding out that Rikishi was the one that drove the car that hit Stone Cold Steve Austin at the 1999 Survivor Series, if everyone remembers that moment. On this date in 2001, on a, 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 champ, on a Monday Night Raw that was stacked with championship matches, four of those titles changed hands. Tajiri defeated Billy Kidman to become the WCW Cruiserweight Champion. Kerrangle defeated Rhino to become the WCW United States Champion. Bradshaw defeated the Hurricane to win the WWF European title, and the team of Chris Jericho and The Rock defeated the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, to become the new WWF Tag Team Champions. On a state in 2003 in Nashville, Tennessee, on the weekly episode of NWA TNA, Jeff Jarrett defeated AJ Styles to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. On the state in 2006, TNA's pay-per-view Bound for Glory took place from the CompuWare Sports Arena in Detroit, Michigan. The main event saw Sting beat Jeff Jarrett for the NWA World Heavyweight title with Kurt Angle serving as the special enforcer. Earlier in the show, the Latin American Exchange, who was Hernandez in Homicide, defeated AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels in a six-sides-of-steel cage match to claim the NWA World Tag Team belts. Now... Now, ladies and gentlemen, we do, of course, have a, a video of the match from Bound for Glory 2006 uh, between Sting and Jeff Jarrett. So we will be posting that in both of both Impact US uh, Facebook pages, of course, here uh, as soon as possible. On the Sting 2017, WWE presented WWE presented the TLC event from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The top matches on the card were famously shaken up just hours before the event due to illness to top talent. The event was due to see the Shield reunite for the first time to face Braun Strowman, Kane, The Bar, and The Miz in a handicap main event. In the end, Kurt Angle replaced Roman Reigns, making his first in-ring appearance with WWE since, since his original run with the company ended in 2006. In addition, a match between The Demon, who was Finn Balor, and Sister Abigail, who was Bray Wyatt, was replaced with a dream match between Finn Balor and AJ Styles. We were going to have a video for that, but apparently we do not have it available. And on the stage in 2018, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins defeated the team of Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler to win the Raw Tag Team titles on Monday Night, on Monday Night Raw in Providence, Rhode Island. And now some birthdays, of course, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> Uh, a couple of course, a couple of ladies and gentlemen of uh, superstars. I think we have since lost uh, today would have been the yes the 80th birthday of WWE Hall of Famer Pedro Morales. Also, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> uh, let's see. 
Uh, today would also have been the 79th birthday of Bad News Brown. Of course, a classic match at WrestleMania 6 against the late Roddy Roddy Piper. Uh, I'm not sure about this particular wrestler, if he, what his status is, but we will, we will still wish him a happy birthday. It's happy, uh, let's see, 67th birthday today to Porkchop Cash. I'm not sure if this wrestler is still alive or not, but we will double-check that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, today is <clears throat> we wish, uh, we, we of course, uh, say happy, let's see. Happy 61st birthday today to Don Harris. And also, ladies and gentlemen, happy, let's see, happy 36th birthday today to the current AAA Reina Duranis champion. Of course, I believe she is still presently uh, wrestling in Impact Wrestling, and that is, of course, I'm talking about Taya Valkyrie. So happy birthday to the late Pedro Morales, the late Bad News Brown, also Pork Chop Cash, Don Harris, and Taya Valkyrie here today and we will of course bring this back here to you monday afternoon on wcws raw radio now ladies and gentlemen let's bring in your pop culture history and birthday report here tonight and keep in mind that i will present tonight's pop culture history and birthdays in the same fashion that we present it every single wednesday on wcws outside the ropes And give us just one second here, folks. I'll be, of course, working on trying to get that up here. Okay, I think we got it. Yes, we do. Okay, here we go with, of course, your pop culture history for today. On this date in 1633 at the Battle of, uh, forgive me for if I mispronounce this, Leo, Leo Lu Bay, the Dutch East India Company was defeated by Chinese Ming naval forces in the southern Fujian Sea. On the state in 1721, Tsar Peter the Great becomes the all-Russian imperator. Forgive me if I mispronounce that word. Uh, on the state in 1879, Thomas Edison perfects the carbonized cotton filament light bulb. On the state in 1884, the International Meridian Conference in Washington, D.C. adopts Greenwich Mean Time, or GMT, worldwide creating 24 international time zones with longitude zero at the Greenwich Meridian. On a stated in 1907, at, during the panic in 1907, a run on Knickerbocker Trust Company stock leads to U.S. wide run on banks. And on a stated in 1962, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, President John F. Kennedy addresses television about a Russian missile bases in Cuba and imposes a naval blockade on Cuba beginning the missile crisis. <clears throat> Today, in movies and television, on this date in 1942, Now Voyager, which is a film directed by Irving uh, uh, Repair, starring Betty Davis, Paul Heinrich, and Claude Rains, premieres in New York and ends up winning three Academy Awards. Today, in music history, on this date in 1883, New York's original Metropolitan Opera House has its grand opening with a performance of Charles Grenon's opera, Faust. And on this date in sports history, 1978, during the New York City Marathon, Great Waltz of Norway wins in her race debut and world record 232.30, 
Bill Rogers wins his third straight title in 2 12 12. On the same 1897, the world's first car dealer opens in London. Some birthdays to speak of, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> legendary composer Franz Liszt was born on this date in 1811. He would pass away in 1886. Uh, Louis uh, Real was born on this date in 1844. He would pass away in 1885. Sarah Bernhardt was born on this date in 1844. She would pass away in 1923. Legendary base, uh, baseball great Jimmy Fox was born on this date in 1907. He would pass away in 1967. Uh, Bio, Bio Dai was born on this date in 1913. He would pass away in 1997. And Robert Cape was born on this date in 1913. He would pass away in 1954. Some other birthdays, some, the, the note here, of course, of uh, celebrity status. Legendary actor Jeff Goldblum today turns 70. Legendary Olympian Brian Moritano today turns 59. Uh, rapper, the rapper known as uh, Shaggy turns 54. Uh, baseball great Ichiro Suzuki today turns 49. And Roddy Reich, I think he's also a rap artist, I'm not sure, today turns 24. On the state in 1895, in Paris, an express train overruns a buffer shop, crosses more than 30 meters of concourse before plummeting through a window, at the Gaire Montparnasse. There you go. Some weddings to speak of on the state in 1945. Argentine military officer and politician Juan Perón, who was 50 at the time, would marry actress Eva Duarte, who was 26 at the time, at a civil, civil ceremony in Junin. In, yeah, in Junin. There you go. On say 1948, farm labor leader Cesar Chavez, who was 21 at the time, would marry labor activist Helen Fabella, who was 20 at the time in Reno, Nevada. And on say 1967, actor Morgan Freeman, who was 30 at the time, would marry Jean Jeanette Adair Bradshaw. And one divorce to speak of, on the state in 2007, the front man of the, of the band, the Black Crows, Chris Robinson, who was 40 at the time, would divorce actress Kate Hudson, who was 28 at the time, due to irreconcilable differences after nearly six years of marriage. Some passings that took place, of course, on this day. Paul Cezanne passed away on the state in 1906. Andrew Fisher passed away on the state in 1928. Uh, uh, Well-known gangster Pretty Boy Floyd passed away on the state in 1934. And Arnold J. Toynbee passed away on this date in 1975. And one moment say 1770, 1797, Daredevil Andre Jacques Gardenin Gardner, Gardner, yeah, yeah, took to the sky in a hydrogen balloon on this day and after cutting himself adrift, performed the first parachute descent. Big time here, of course, indeed. Now let's go to your movies and television history and birthdays here, of course, for today. On to say 1926, Jay Gordon Whitehead sucker punches magician Harry Houdini in the stomach in Montreal. On to say 1930, the first concert of BBC Symphony Orchestra at Queen's Hall under Adrian Bolt. On to say in 1932, the film Red Dust was directed by Victor Fleming. It starred Claude Gable, Gene Harlow, and Mary Astor. It would officially premiere on this day. 
On this, also in 1939, on this day, NBC becomes the first network to televise a pro football game. The Brooklyn Dodgers beat the Philadelphia Eagles 23-14 to at Brooklyn's Ebbets Field. As we said, 1942, the film Now Voyager, directed by Irving Repair and starring Betty Davis, Paul Heinrich, and Claude Rains, would premiere in New York and would win three Academy Awards. On this day, 19, <coughs> excuse me. On say 1955, WWNY TV Channel 7 in Carthage, Watertown, New York, a CBS affiliate begins its broadcasting. And on a state in 1957, KJAC TV Channel 4 in Port Arthur, Beaumont, Texas, an NBC affiliate would begin have its first broadcast. Some birthdays in the movie in the world of movies and television. As we said, Sarah Bernhardt was born on the state in 1844. He, she was passed away in 1923. Legendary actress Joan Fontaine was born on the state in 1917. She would pass away in 2013. <clears throat> and like I said, legendary actor Jeff Goldblum today turns 70. Some passings in the world of movies and television. I want to say 1918, Myrtle Gonzalez, <clears throat> actress born right here in America. Regarded as Hollywood's first Latin and Hispanic movie star actress, known for her parts in the movies Missy and Her Great Part, would pass away due to influenza and a heart ailment at the age of only 27. On this day in 1981, Michael Granger, a well-known actor best known for the movies Creature with, the Ad with Adam Brain and the Pier 5 Havana, would pass away. We have no idea when he... Uh, we have no idea how old he was when he died. On this date in 1984, Napoleon Whiting, uh, actor best known as playing the role of Silas on the TV show The Big Valley, would pass away at the age of 75. <coughs> now on this date in 1986, Ivor Francis, a radio stage and screen character actor of Canadian and American descent, best known for Dusty's Trail and The Prisoner of Second Avenue, and also an acting teacher, would pass away at the age of 67. Some weddings here, as we did say in 1967, Morgan Freeman would marry Jeanette Adair Bradshaw. On the state in 1993, actor James Coburn, who was 65 at the time, would marry Paula Murad, who was Murad, who was 37. On the state in 2005, German film and TV actress Ushi Glass, who was 61 at the time, would marry Diet Dieter Hermann and uh, at the Munich Palace. <coughs> Excuse me. I want to say in 2011, Deanna Pappas, uh, best known for the Bachelorette, who was 29 at the time, would marry Stephen Stagliano, who was 27 at the time in Georgia. And on this date in 2011, actor and comedian Robin Williams, who was 60 at the time would marry graphic designer Susan Schneider at the luxurious Meadowood Resort in the Napa Valley town of St. Helena, California. And the one divorce, as we said earlier in 2007, Chris Robinson of the Black Crows would divorce actress Kate Hudson uh, at, due to, due to ir irreconcilable differences after nearly six years of marriage. <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your music history and birthdays here.
On the stage in 1868, Jean Jacques Offenbach's opera Geneve de uh, Brabant would premiere in New York City. On the stage in 1881, the Boston Symphony Orchestra gives its first concert. On the stage in 1883, as we said, New York's original Metropolitan Opera House has its grand opening with a performance of Charles Gunnard's, Gunnard's opera Faust. <coughs> On the day 1922, the uh, Parsifal Place was laid out in Bronx, Bronx, New York. It was named after a knight in Wagner's opera. On the day 1959, Bob Merrill's musical Take Me Along opens at Schubert Theater, New York City, and would run for 448 performances. On the day 1964, EMI rejects audition by, by the group known as High Numbers. They would later go on to they were going to become, of course, known as The Who. On a state in 1969, Paul McCartney denies greatly exaggerated rumors of his death. On a state in 1975, Me and Bessie opens at Ambassador Theater, New York City. It would run for 453 performances. Some birthdays in music. As we said, Franz Liszt was born on the state in 1811. He would pass away in 1886. Jeff Goldblum, who apparently, like I said, other than acting, he also dabbled in music as well. Today he turns 70. Also, of course, I believe we have two rap artists here today. Shaggy today turns 54. And Roddy Reich. Now, I could be wrong about Mr. Reich. I'm not sure if he is a rap artist or not. But anyway, he does <laughs> turns 24. But it is in the music category, so I would have to assume that is the case, so forgive me if I'm not 100% sure. Some passings in the world of music on the stage in 1613. Pomponio Pomp Pomp Nana, a composer of Italian descent. We don't know how old he was when he passed. On the stage in 1651, Jacob Praetorius, a organist, composer, and pedagogue of G G German Baroque descent, would pass away at the age of 65. On the Saint 1725, Alessandro Scarlatti, a Baroque composer of Italian descent, best known for Tigrain, would pass away at the age of 65. And on the Saint 1764, Jean-Marie Leclerc, the elder, which was the elder one, a violinist and Baroque composer of French descent, would pass away at the age of 67. <coughs> On a date in 1970, singer James Brown, who was 37 at the time, would marry Deidre Jenkins, who was 25 at the time, in Barnwell, South Carolina. They would divorce, however, 11 years later in 1981. On a date in 2016, legendary Canadian-American singer and songwriter Paul Anka, who was 75 at the time, would marry Lisa Pemberton at the Four Seasons Hotel in uh, Los Angeles. Now let's go to your sports history and birthdays here. On the say in 1878, the first rugby match under floodlights takes place in Salford between Broughton and Swinton. So that was over there in the United Kingdom. On the say in 1884, Sporting Life announces that both pennant winners will meet in a three-game series October 23rd through 25th at the Polo Grounds, New York City, to determine the baseball champion. On a say in 1885, uh, John Ward and several teammates secretly formed Brotherhood of prof base, uh, Professional Baseball Players 
the first baseball union. <clears throat> On say 1930, SC Gene Molden soccer team officially forms. On say 1933, Italian boxer Primo Canera beats Spanish challenger Paulino is Kudan on points in Rome, Italy to retain the IBU heavyweight title. On the state in 1935, PGA Championship men's golf at the Twin Hills Country Club. Johnny Revolta wins his only major title, defeating Tommy Armour, 5-4. and four. On the state in 1939, NBC, as we said, NBC becomes the first network to televise a pro football game. The Brooklyn's the Brooklyn Dodgers beat the Philadelphia Eagles, 23-14 at Brooklyn's Ebbets Field. And on the state in 1950, the L.A. Rams defeat the Baltimore Colts, 70-27. to 27. Some birthdays in the world of sport, as we said, Jimmy Fox, legendary baseball player, like we said, Jimmy Fox, was born on the state in 1907. He would pass away in 1967. Legendary Olympic swimmer, Brian, I'm um, skater, I'm sorry, Olympic skater, Brian Boitano, Today turns 59, and and baseball great Ichiro Suzuki today turns 49. Some passings in the world of sports on the state in 1883. George Coulthard, a a footballer of, um, of Australian descent, uh, <clears throat> uh, played for Victoria and Carlton FC and cricket and cricket all rounder. Had one test with Victoria CA, but died due, due to due to tuberculosis at the age of 27. On the state, 1917, Bob Fitzsimmons, a boxer of English descent who was the sport's first three-division world champion who won in the middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight divisions, would die from pneumonia at the age of 54. On the state, 1927, Ross Youngs, a baseball Hall of Famer right fielder, born, of course, right here in America, World Series 1921 and 22 with the New York Giants, would die due to Bright's disease at the age of 30. And on the state in 1965, Earl Cooper, an auto racer born right here in America, was the AAA national champion in 1913, 15, and 17. Also was the runner-up in the 1924 Indy 500, would pass away at the age of 78. And on this date, in, on this date ladies and gentlemen, in 2001, Tennis champion Andre Agassi, who was 31 at the time, would marry fellow tennis champion Steffi Graf, who was 32 at the time, in Las Vegas. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here, of course, for this evening. <clears throat> uh, keep in mind, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming, does provide your daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Uh, on both WCW US Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Appreciation for the wrestling portion, and also WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Entertainment for the pop culture portion. And of course, if any of his pop culture history does deal with sports, we definitely will post it in WCW US Sports Roundup. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS sports time. Keep in mind also that he, along with the human suplex machine, John Gross, does, of course, assist um, myself and the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, every Monday in providing that every 
every Monday afternoon, of course, on WCWS Raw Radio. But he, along with John, also provides it every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on WCWS Revolution and every Thursday on NWO Wolfpack. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141364-POUND. It's 6.39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is episode 338 of WCWS Power Hour. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, on the line here with you. Rest of our panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here, as I'm sure they are going to be paying some close attention to tonight's edition of Halloween Havoc. Of course, as you know, we got six matches lined up for Halloween Havoc. I do believe there is still a little bit of time left, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for you to get your votes in for, uh, for of course, for the show. So if you haven't had a chance to do that already, please be sure to go to the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center Third Wave Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS PTC Third Wave. And, of course, make your choices. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in the event that if, 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 if it's saying on the page that the polls are closed, technically this is probably something that something having to do with, with Facebook. I did not have the poll. I did not close those polls, so I'm not sure what's going on here, of course, with that. But if you're not able to cast your votes on any of that, then you can, of course, ladies and gentlemen, comment underneath the polls your picks for the uh for the um, um, for the event, keep in mind that we do have six people that have, of course, jumped up at the opportunity. That's Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, Byron J. Brain, William Banks, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, Daryl Dokes, and the Godfather of Soul, Justin Lewis Fleming. Unless anybody else has, of course, signed up here too, which I have to go, we'll have to go back and double check that and see. Keep in mind, of course, some of the matches going on tonight including a triple threat for the NXT world title, Braun Breaker defending against Ilya Dragunov and J.D. Madonna. Also, of course, uh, the NXT uh, women's title, of course, at stake between uh, Mandy Rose, of course, defending against who everybody now knows as Alba Fire, but we're still calling her by a name that uh, she was going by before, and that was Kaylee Ray. That, That better suits her, in my personal opinion. Also, a weapons wild match between Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. Also, of course, Apollo Cruz versus Grayson Waller in another uh, spin the wheel, make 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 a deal uh, matchup. Also, the big ladder match, of course, ladies and gentlemen, for the uh, for the North American title. <clears throat> uh, Carmelo Hayes, of course, is has earned as is involved. Of course, I know Wesley Nathan Frazier. Um, forgive me if I'm not. Uh, I know there are several other several others involved in this. Forgive me if I'm not 100. Um, I'm not 100 accurate, of course, as far as as um, whether who's all involved in that particular match. Uh, oh, oh yes. Also, of course, one other one here was a, it was a. Uh, yeah, Carmelo Hayes, Oro Mensa, Wesley, Von Wagner, and Nathan Frazier are involved in the ladder match for the North American title. Also, of course, Julius Cree is taking on Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. Of course, the stipulation is if Damon Kemp wins, 
That means uh, Julius's brother Brutus will have to leave NXT. But if Ju if <clears throat> so, but there is nothing, of course, saying otherwise. If Julius wins, so uh, so so apparently, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, that's the that's what we know, of course. Here, and we still don't know what the type of match is going to be for the match between Apollo Cruz and Grayson Waller. But I'm sure that whatever it is, it's going to be a very interesting one here indeed. And, of course, you got some great talent, of course, going on here. And also Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is really not that great in my personal point of view. Uh, but everybody else, of course, here is going is, is going, is going to take, pretty much take it right, right out of the park. So with that, with that being said, <clears throat> we'll have to wait and see, of course, what happens. And, of course, if, like I said, if anyone else is it has signed up other than of course the six guys that uh that uh that have already signed that have already voted even some may have not voted for all the matches but they are technically in it if they voted for at least one or two um keep in mind of course what is at stake here it is of course it offered the opportunity uh for a big time uh for a big time of course uh uh we did say, of course, ladies and gentlemen, that it was going to end up being, of course, a battle royal involving, of course, the current uh, Halloween Havoc champion, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. And we had, unless we have any more folks that pop in, what I have pretty much decided to do is that instead of Michelle being involved in this match, is that Michelle will wait the win will wait the winner, and one of these men right here, and, and plus whoever else is still has signed up of course as there who whoever has um like <clears throat> let me rephrase this what i've decided to do is like i said that michelle like i said we'll we'll be finding the we'll be facing the winner of of course we are still going to do it battle royal style but it's going to be determined the number one contender to see who will face michelle and like i said it could be one of these six men there, there could be other others that have signed up there to do this of course as well so keep in mind here, of course, here, folks. <clears throat> so, like I said, this coming week, that will be, of course, one of the matches that we will have in the Trivia Championship Series down the Golden Path Facebook page. Also, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, as we did announce on Revolution last night, that the King Club's Mitt Patel did become the brand-new WCW US Donnybrook Champion. And his first title defense will be against Byron J. Brain, of course, one of those that was involved in the original match in which he and in which Mitt and also and also Jared Thornton um, actually tied in that match. And that's hence the fact that while we had to have the one-on-one -on -one encounter. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, JD will <clears throat> will be a will JD will also have another title defense of the um, of the uh, Impact US Call Your Shot Championship, but this time it will be against Todd Robinson. So we will, of course, ladies and have that up, of course, here as well. And everyone that was involved in those bigger matches is determined, of course, the, uh, the 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 new champions there. Everybody is going to have at least one opportunity, of course, each week. And of course, whoever, of course, is the champion by the time all that is over with, that person will, of course, have the belt around their waist 
So, like I said, J.D. and Mitt, of course, will have a whole lot of work to will be looking ahead here to see who they're going to be facing here sometime down the road. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, everything, of course, still getting lost up being hyped up, of course, um, especially on NXT as far as, as we said, for uh, um, Halloween Havoc, of course, here is concerned. Uh, a lot of big time stuff did, of course, take place. Also, also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> we saw, of course, another encounter, of course, obviously, between the Judgment Day and the OC. Um, obviously, we did find out that there's going to be a six-man tag team match pitting uh, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio taking on AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. So... It's going to be a very interesting encounter. I'm sure Rhea Ripley will be playing, of course, some sort of, uh, will be playing some sort of role in this. We're not sure yet, but we'll definitely keep you informed about that. Uh, <clears throat> also, also, of course, uh, of course, a lot of, uh, uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we did find out Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. After, of course, Lashley did, did of course, slam down Brock Lesnar after Brock tried to take him down here again. Uh, Lashley this time kind of kind of counteracted that, so it was of course a big time affair here indeed. There's a lot of people have been dreaming about this for a long time about, about who would win between Lashley and Lesnar, and obviously of course we're going to get a chance to see it again this time of course uh, on the first Sunday, I mean first Saturday of November of course at uh, Crown Jewel. Uh, <clears throat> Of course, the hype up between Raw and SmackDown, of course, is continuing for the undisputed uh, Universal title match. Of course, Roman Reigns against Logan Paul. Obviously, after we saw what we saw on SmackDown last night, uh, apparently, like I said, uh, or Roman had told everyone in the bloodline not to touch Logan Paul, and apparently, Jey Uso apparently became a pretty much of a hothead, and he pretty much felt that something needed to be done here, of course, here about it. Uh, but nevertheless, here, uh, Logan Paul showed that why he deserved that opportunity, of course, here, delivering, of course, a fist kind of similar to maybe Roman Superman punch, of course, here, if you will. But nevertheless, here, it was, of course, a, a big-time week here. Of course, obviously, AEW did take place, of course, here on Tuesday with, of course, the Major League Baseball playoffs taking place on uh, TBS, of course, on Wednesday. So they had to move it to Tuesday. Obviously, of course, the whole situation, of course, involving a lot of people are speculating that that uh, around surrounding the AEW World Title match, of course, pitting John Moxley versus uh, versus Hangman Adam Page. That apparently a lot of people felt that Hangman Page's Page's injury was a was a shoot. It was not real, and of course, there's been a lot of dispute and a lot of a lot of twists and turns, of course, about that. But of course, it was. I believe it's hopefully by now it has later been confirmed that it was a, it was not in fact a shoot that it was in fact of course for real. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, here folks, I mean, like a whole bunch of action, of course, here, without a doubt, here. So you can better believe that there's a whole lot to, of course. Uh, that of course will be coming up here very soon, and like I said, we're watching. Definitely going to keep our eyes open and really do some discussion this coming week. Of course, here with Halloween Havoc, 
so we will, of course, um, we will, of course, keep everybody informed about as far as, as far as, of course, uh, as far as Halloween Havoc, of course, here is concerned. Now, I, that it looks like right now at this point that the matches, I think, have been placed, of course, in the order that they're going to take place at. And it looks like it's going to be Apollo Crews taking on Grayson Waller. It's going to be first. Mandy Rose versus Kaylee Ray for the NXT Women's title is going to be next. Looks like the latter match for the North American title will be third. Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade in the Weapons Wild match will be next. Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp will be next. And then the main event will end up being the NXT title match with Braun, Braun Breaker, Ilya Dragunov, and J.D. McDonough. So that will be, of course, a very... So I ought to be, of course, a very big time, of course, uh, very big time encounter here, of course, here indeed. But we'll definitely, of course, uh, we'll definitely, of course, be watching all that very, very carefully indeed. So, and like I said, if we don't have any updates tonight before Power Hour goes off the air, we will definitely talk about it a little bit more tomorrow on WCWS this morning, of course, 805-8613 pound. Tomorrow morning, of course, at 8 a.m. Eastern. Now, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID uh, 141364-pound, episode 338 of WCWS Power Hour. Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw here, of course, here with back here, here with you here, of course, here tonight. And we said the rest of the panel way too tough to handle, of course, taking care of other responsibilities. I'm sure also there'll be, of course, be monitoring Halloween Havoc and watching that very, very carefully to see what happens. So now with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us now go ahead and switch gears here and let's go ahead and find out if any, of course, uh, wrestling stories have come in, of course, here overnight, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Uh, Let's see what we have here. Um, I will go ahead and mention in advance that in that, uh, the radio network, as always, thanks our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to, of course, read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on uh, Power Hour, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, WCW US This Morning, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, here on Sports Machine. And, of course, remember, with the 2022 almost starting to wind down in the next last couple months we still hope ladies and gentlemen we hope to of course get a lot of our uh, a lot more of our shows up and going and we'll definitely utilize uh 411 mania um 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 that that a lot of stores that 411 mania has to offer of course not just in wrestling but also of course in um movies and television and music and games and also of course the MMA. So so we'll just have to wait and see of course what will happen. Our first story of course here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Joseph Lee posted posted, posted this story tonight as Sasha Banks trains with Lucha Libre Barcelona. 
Sasha Banks posted photos to her Instagram stories showing that she had recently been training with Lucha Libre Bar Barcelona LLB, posted photos to his Facebook page confirming that she was there. She worked with both the coaches and the students at the school. Banks has been out of action since walking out of WWE earlier this year. Now, we are hoping this we may have something here that we may be able to uh it looks like of course here uh and it looks like ladies and gentlemen yes it looks like there's a uh looks like it's on lucha libre's as we said on lucha libre barcelona's uh, Facebook page. So if you're familiar with them and all that, you can go and uh, check out, of course, uh, this picture. Of course, they will say, of course, they will use her real name, Mercedes Bernardo, but it will have Sasha Banks in parentheses and Lucha Libre Barcelona right there. And she is standing in the middle, of course, in this picture. I think she's the only, she may be the only girl in this picture. I'm not sure if the rest of everybody else here in here are guys. So. But definitely, of course, check that out. One story just now coming in here, folks. <coughs> Sorry about that here, folks. We're just we're still waiting to get our story up. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Sorry about that. Joseph Lee posted this story as apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Chelsea Green, Chelsea Green has been added to the women's title match at NWA Hard Times 3. The NWA has announced that Chelsea Green has, has cashed her shot and was added to the women's title match at NWA Hard Times 3. She will face Kylan King and the current champion Camille, who is also a man. The updated lineup, of course, here includes the NWA World Heavyweight title match. Kurt Murdoch will defend against both Matt Cardona and Tyrus. NWA Women's title. Camille will defend against Kylan King and Chelsea Green. The NWA National title. Sion will take on Dak Draper. The NWA World Junior Heavyweight title. Homicide will take on Kerry Morton. The NWA United States Tag Team Titles, the Fixers, will take on the Spectaculars. The NWA World TV Title, AJ Kazana, will take on Jordan Clearwater. The NWA World, the NWA Women's Tag Team Titles, Pretty Empowered, will take on Maddie Rinkowski and Missa Kate. EC3 will take on Tom Latimer. Uh, Nick Aldis versus will take on Alt Odinson. Mer Mercurio, Jake Dumas, and Jack Stane will take on Anthony Mayweather, JTG, and the Pope. Hawks Airy will, will take on someone yet to be decided. And Davey Richards will take on Colby Carino. The NWA posted on their Twitter account today, announcement at hashtag hard times three, which, of course, it has a website, too, of course, if you want to go and get tickets. Chelsea Green is cashing in the title shot she won from Angelina Love on hashtag NWA power. To make the women's world title match a triple threat 
at Camille underscore brick um, at versus at Kylan King versus at I'm Chelsea Green. And there's a picture, of course, of that as well. And, of course, if you notice here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, with Matt Cardona being a part of the World Heavyweight title match, of course, at this event, she's probably hoping that if she was involved in the match for the women's title, that her and Matt Cardona could win their respective matches. They would both, of course, go out as the World Heavyweight champ, world as, as the NWA World Heavyweight Champion and the NWA Women's Champion. So that would be, of course, a feather in their cap. If they wish to, of course, uh, if they wish to, of course, um, uh, if, of course, that does take place. And, of course, that pay-per-view will be, I believe, next month, if I'm not mistaken. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as PCO actually signs a contract extension with Impact Wrestling. In an interview with Pat LaPride for Loot via Fightful, PCO revealed that he has signed a contract ex- extension with Impact Wrestling for another year. He will stay with the company through October 20, uh, October 31st, 2023. The deal also includes his own personal makeup artist for his Fra- Frankenstein-like character. He said the following, I am very happy to sign a new agreement with Impact. The company really pulled out all the stops to keep me with them for another year. And, of course, we kind of noticed here this past Thursday that he actually turned on uh, his stable mates in the uh, in uh, impact. Of course, the uh, look, look, looks like it looked like Matt Taven and Mark and uh, Mike Bennett. So, so, uh, so apparently there might be some friction, of course, within the Honor No More stable. So, we'll have to watch that very carefully and find out some more about that too as time goes on. Our next story, of course, right here. Sorry, right here, folks. We're just still trying to some odd reason we keep having difficulties trying to pull up these stories i am not sure why in the world that this is going on uh joseph lee posted this story here tonight as joseph as chris jericho likes likes to tweet calling cm punk toxic chris jericho seemingly gave away how he feels about the cm punk situation at all out as he liked a tweet that was very critical of him him being cm punk uh, uh a user uh named at iblade daily uh wrote imagine that you're cm punk you had one of the most triumphant comebacks ever in the history of wrestling You've been promoted as a star you never got to be in wwe and within a year completely you completely ostracized yourself Coming so toxic that you're not you're not worth having anymore. Outside of liking liking the tweet, Jericho actually did not reply. And there was a picture, of course, on uh, another on another Twitter handle, which it says at Macho Beard for Life. So I'm not sure. 
So um, you can go back and see what that's all about, of course, here as well. But the, but the user who, who did the tweet, his, his was at iBlade, B-L-A-D-E, daily. So uh, take that with a grain of salt there, folks. Joseph Lee posted this story here this evening as the, the, the Smackdown, at SmackDown's preliminary viewership was up this week and the rating was even. Spoiler TV reports that the, that the preliminary viewership for last night's episode of SmackDown was up from the week before. The show had 2.163 million viewers, which is up from last week's overnight numbers of 2.129 million viewers. The final numbers for last Friday's episode were 2.274 million. Hour one of the show was 2.175 million, while hour two was 2.082 million. The show had a 0.5 rating in the key 18 to 49 demographic for both hours, even with last week. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, CBS's Blue Bloods had the most viewers with 5.798 million, but SmackDown was the highest rated show of the night. So at least it stuck it stuck around there. It didn't so it might still be creeping up on the tail, of course, of the TV show Blue Bloods. So because as you know, Blue Bloods is a TV show, of course, starring the legendary uh, Tom Selleck and best known for Magnum P.I. Our next story, of course, here, folks. Joseph Lee posted this story with some various news. As Shawn Michaels is set to talk with the media this evening. Also, last also uh, last night's impact taping nearly sold out, and actually more impact tapings are scheduled for tonight. Shawn Michaels will talk to reporters after after tonight's NXT's Halloween Havoc. PW Insider reports that last night's Impact Wrestling taping nearly sold out. It was said to be a boisterous crowd in attendance. Impact will tape two more episodes of TV tonight in Las Vegas, leading up to the Overdrive pay-per-view next month.
give us, ladies and gentlemen. We're still, of course, uh, okay, here we go. Joseph, please got our next story. As Cora Jade actually pitched, was pitched to jump off of the War Games cage last year. In an interview with Fightful, Cora Jade revealed that she pitched that she pitched to <clears throat> jump off of the War Games cage last year, which she did at the end of the match. Jade, who was teaming with Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray, and Raquel Gonzalez, put J.C. Jane through a table with a senton. Jane teamed with Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and Dakota Kai in a losing effort. Here, of course, are some highlights of that interview. <coughs> On jumping from the cage, Cora says, I watched NXT as a fan and seen the previous War Games matches, always knew I wanted to be part of it. I was an extra in 2019 when they did it in Chicago, so that was crazy to be there and doing all that kind of stuff. War Games was nuts. I went into it very nervous, but I was one of the few women to actually do it, so I knew going into it, I had to make it memorable. I never got to do it again. At least I did it this once. And I knew as soon as I found out I was in war games, I was like, I'm going off the cage. Maybe it's because I'm young and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it all. I did the death match. I love hardcore stuff like that. I knew I had to, I had to make a moment out of it and wanted to be remembered. There are moments I look back to, back, back to in wrestling. There are my favorite moments and I have to step back and take myself out of it and think about I want to do this, and it's going to be a moment and a moment that will hopefully be there forever, and it's someone's favorite moment. I remember when Corey J did that in War Games. I wanted to have a moment that will be in history and will be mine forever. On her deathmatch experience, Cora says, I've done some wild things in my short career. ODB was like my 11th match, and I watched her in TNA growing up. To have that match with her as my 11th match was crazy. The craziest match was probably my deathmatch with Jimmy Lloyd. And that was a few months before my tryout. I always had a bucket list thing where I wanted to do a death match. Just wanted to do it once again off my bucket list because I, I grew up a huge fan of John Moxley before WWE when he was doing the death match stuff on the Indies. I have the John Moxley five disc set, and I was uh, he, I was a huge uh, Shield fan. I always wanted to do that, and I had it in the back of my mind: do it once, and you'll never have to do it again. I did it, and it was definitely a crazy experience doing it with Jimmy Lloyd. He's done he's done a million of them. It was fun and crazy. After I afterwards, I felt like I got hit by a truck, and I was like, I absolutely never wanted to do this again. But I can say that I did it, and I got it out of the way. And now I have a scarred up elbow for the rest of my life to remind me. I'm glad I did it, but I never want to do it again. And of course, as you know, she'll be wrestling. I guess you say now her former best friend, Roxanne Perez, in a weapons wild match tonight at Halloween Havoc. Our next story here, folks. Joseph Lee posted this here tonight as a top wow women of wrestling star is recently is recent recently was recently sidelined with an injury. Popples up reports that wow star beast was sidelined with a leg injury early into the first set of TV tapings for the new version. This caused a lot of creative changes as she was set to be a major 
focus for the new show. Beast is said to be a favorite promoter, David McLean, and was set for a big title push. Beast hasn't wrestled since the last set of tapings in the fall of 2019. One source said the news was unfortunate and thought the reason the tapings were delayed was to give her time to heal. Talent and staff were told that the pandemic protocol was the real reason, but they were canceled so far in advance that most people didn't believe it. So, but obviously, of course, the pandemic did, of course, slow a lot of things down. I mean, it actually put a lot of stuff to a grinding halt. So, I mean, so that's that was, I'm sure a lot of people did, did of course, obviously understand that. Joseph Lee posted this, this story here tonight as Booker T enjoys the recent evolution of the Bray Wyatt character. In the last episode of his Hall of Fame podcast via Wrestling Inc., Booker T spoke about enjoying the evolution of the Bray Wyatt character, including the recent version that was closer to real life. Booker said Bray Wyatt came back and he cut a promo, and he cut a promo as his real self, but I think Bray Wyatt being more real is the direction that I think the character may take I think it's a character that I would want to see because I feel like I could do some do so much more with that character. That's going to need to evolve into something that we can all look at and say, "Yeah, I can buy that. I can believe that. Yeah, okay, I get it." And if we don't get to that point right there, it's going to be something that, just like the Bray Wyatt before, it was hard to work with. We'll definitely see, of course, how Bray Wyatt's new character will obviously um, will will work will work out. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight. Uh, we have some various news here, including matches for this week's NJPW Strong. Also, WWE running two live events this weekend and a preview for this week's WOW Women of Wrestling. Here are the matches for tonight's episode, of course, of NJPW Strong. Rocky Romero will take on Shingo Takagi. Christopher Daniels will take on Yuya Yamira. And the team of Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs will take on the team of Jacob Austin Young and Greg Sharp. From the NJPW Global Twitter account, at NJPW Global, 
12 hours away on an all-new hashtag NJPW Strong. Rocky Romero versus Shingo Takagi for the first time ever. Yuya Yamira versus Christopher Daniels for the first time ever. And the West Coast Wrecking Crew in tag action. And there's, of course, a, there's a website you can, of course, a couple websites you can check out uh, pictures and uh, also uh, and also other information as well. WWE is, will run two live events this weekend. Tonight there'll be an event in Dayton, in Dayton I assume in Dayton, Ohio, uh, <clears throat> uh, featuring Seth Rollins defending the U.S. title against Matt Riddle, Bobby Lashley and The Miz. Others advertised include Ronda Rousey, Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and The Usos. Tomorrow, there'll be an event in Pikeville, Kentucky at the Appalachian Wireless Arena. That includes Liv Morgan versus Sonya Deville and Matt Riddle versus Bobby Lashley versus The Miz versus Seth Rollins for the U.S. title. Others advertised include Ronda Rousey, Bianca Belair, Kevin Owens, Bailey, Braun Strowman, Miss Bliss, and The Usos. This weekend's episode of Wow Women of Wrestling includes the following. So Sophia Lopez is banned from ringside as the Beast will take on Reina Del Rey, a tag team tournament pitting the team of Adriana Gambino and Gigi Gianni versus Foxy Fierce and Chantilly Cella, and also the team of Princess Aussie and Tiki Chamorro will take on Jesse Jones and a partner yet to be decided. I know we're going a little bit above here, ladies and gentlemen. That's quite all right. So, I mean, we have, just have more stuff to talk about here. Okay. Our we got three more stories to bring in here, folks. Of course, our next one here. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Triple H is said to be open to bringing back CM Punk to the WWE. As reported yesterday, AEW is reportedly negotiating with CM Punk to buy out his contract, although neither AEW nor or Punk have confirmed that. A new report from Fightful Select suggests that WWE may be open to bringing Punk back if he does end up leaving AEW. Sources close to Punk said that he realistically can't expect to return. There are several people in AEW who said they didn't want to work with him unless they were, again, unless there were huge amends made due to how bad All Out made AEW look. WWE, WWE sources have said that while Vincent Mann wouldn't have brought Punk back and didn't when Fox pushed for it to happen, Triple H may be more open to it. The idea is that the new regime is open to anything within reason. They know that Triple H wants to succeed and make compelling programming more than anything. Punk would be compelling, but the source didn't think he'd be signed to a full-time deal due to what happened in AEW, even if he were if he was interested. It was known that Punk may not need or want to work again after he gets a buyout from AEW. So we'll definitely have to watch that very carefully and see what happens.
Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. I mean, last night, actually, as Bray Wyatt, the Bray Wyatt QR code leads to a psych evaluation and more. Another QR code aired during a Bray Wyatt-related segment on last night's SmackDown, leading to a psych evaluation for Wyatt himself. The QR code aired during the segment featuring the new Wyatt mask and, and led to his site, which is the psych evaluation report for Wyatt. The report notes that Wyatt has difficulty showing remorse or empathy and is largely blacked out otherwise. However, the client ID in the upper right-hand corner of the report, 855-211-1333, is a phone number that plays a message of Wyatt whispering, Oh, no, not me. I never lost control. Oh, no, not me. We never lost control. Those are lyrics from David Bowie's The Man Who Sold the World, which was off his 1970 album of the same name. The song had a resurgence in 1993 when Nirvana performed it during their famous MTV Unplugged episode. With the cover becoming a big hit on radio stations, Bowie's version was popular but was never released as a single. Uh, on, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out the tweet from w, the WWE on Fox Twitter account uh, in, in quotation marks. It's got the word speechless, hashtag SmackDown, and there is a link to a picture on this if you wish to, of course, check that out. And Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night as WWE announces an injury to Sheamus following SmackDown. Sheamus suffered an injury at the hands of the bloodline with WWE announcing the news after tonight, after last night's show. WWE announced on Twitter that Sheamus suffered a non-displaced fracture near his elbow and still under observation after the bloodline attacked him at ringside. Sheamus lost a match to Solo Sioka on the show due to a distraction from Sami Zayn. It is not clear how long Sheamus will be on the show. Of course, WWE, WWE did post on their Twitter account where it says breaking due to the attack earlier. Uh, of course, due, due to the attack by the hashtag the bloodline at WWE, Sheamus has a non-displaced fracture near his elbow and still under observation. Hashtag SmackDown. So, ladies and gentlemen, he is scheduled to wrestle. Let's see. I don't think he. Let's see. I don't. I will have to check. I mean, I thought at one point he might be. Um, yeah, that's right. He is. He uh, he is scheduled along with Ridge Holland and Butch, who of course we know is Pete Dunn, to as the Brawling Brutes set, scheduled to wrestle. I believe the Usos and Solo Sioka. Um, how, however, here, folks, um, um, so we'll just have to watch that very carefully, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll let you know, of course, if there are any changes in, in that match or not as a result of that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for listening here tonight to episode number 338. Of WCW, yes. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our closing theme, uh, kind of, uh, which was our opening theme tonight, kind of really got uh, out of control there, but uh, we got it situated, so don't worry about it. 
on that note, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number 338 of WCW US Power Hour. We still urge, we still ask everyone to continue to, at your convenience, of course, check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook with a lot of great stuff here, like everything from videos to uh, videos to pictures to posts, uh, different things, of course, from uh, everything from, uh, of course, from our wrestling and entertainment pages. Uh, see what we've been posting on all, uh, posting a, um, about and everything from wrestling matches to cartoons to ep- to episodes of different classic TV shows, uh, photos of different things from the past and present. I mean, just a lot of different things. Be sure to check out a lot of stuff we've got posted on Facebook, and be sure to check out a lot of, of course, of our episodes of. Um, right, of course, on TalkShoe, including, of course, more recently with, of course, our recording system on TalkShoe, finally, of course, in operation. And we are, of course, are able to get a few more of our episodes up and going. So be sure to check out a lot of them, of course, here as well. Uh, and by, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, please, can, please, of course, enjoy Halloween Havoc tonight. As we said, six big-time matches, of course, coming up. Keep in mind that the NXT title, the women's title and the North American title, of course, of for grabs. Also, two spin the wheel, make the, make the deal. Um, matches, of course, taking place on the men's and women's side. Also, of course, uh, <clears throat> also, also, of course, Julius Creed taking on Damon Kemp, of course, in an ambulance match. And if Julius Creed loses the match, his brother Brutus, Brutus has to leave the NXT. Um, but, uh, never, but nevertheless here, folks, it ought to be, of course, a big time, big time show here. Of course, indeed, there is no doubt about that. So we'll be, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will, uh, let give you, of course, uh, the results of, to, of tonight's Halloween Havoc tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning around 8, 8 a.m. Eastern, of course. 805-8613 pound in addition to tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays plus a lineup of course of what will take place in the radio network the coming week and some other wrestling news tidbits that does of course make it on the 411 mania of course overnight we will definitely bring you anything that does of course pop up as well so until then ladies and gentlemen please take care and stay safe and enjoy the rest of your weekend here of course and once again, of course, I wanted to add, I wanted to uh, send out, of course, a couple of little uh, uh, prayers here. I do, I do, of course, I, I do thank you, of course, first of all, um, for the continued prayers, of course, from my father, who has been in the hospital for the past several days. Uh, we have gotten several updates, of course. He is starting to move around a little bit better, of course, still a very slow process. Uh, but he may be able to be to come home sometime, possibly be between tomorrow and Tuesday. Uh, we will, of course, inform everyone, of course, how that will be, um, how that will be, of course, um, um, <clears throat> um, about how that will go, of course, once, of course, we finally have him settled back at his residence. But uh, but keep in mind here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We will, of course, uh, I will, of course, keep you informed about all that. But I, I want to thank you once again for the continued prayers. Also, of course, I want to thank you for the prayer, prayers for Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, who was suffering from, of course, the infamous virus. 
uh, earlier this week, of course, he is better. He still has a little bit of a head cold, but nevertheless here, folks, he is, of course, getting over that very quickly, and he is doing better. Um, he, um, he did go through, of course, the, the little protocol that they have going on right now set up for that, and he followed that through, of course, with, with a T. So I do thank you for everybody uh, for the prayers for him, of course, here as well. We hope to hear from him soon on our shows in the radio network here as well, as he will have some trivia championship title defenses and some trivia championship matchups, of course, here to take part in, of course, very, very soon. But we'll let you know when and all that will happen. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and please stay safe out there. Remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Take care and please stay safe.
This is the WCWUS Radio Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.